Stank's Bait Company has been hand-pouring and injecting soft plastic baits since 2009. Each bait is hand-poured with you in mind, and each bait is injected with fish-catching juice. They've got over 20 baits to choose from. And Stank's Bait gives you unparalleled custom colors, and they'll match the hatch of your local lake forage. Plus, they feature soft plastic custom airbrushing, and now they offer their services to you and your soft baits. So pretty, you'll want to frame it. But don't, because the fish aren't going to see it on your wall, and they're not going to smell it until you get it in the water. You can find them online at stanksbaitco.com or at Tackle Warehouse, Fisherman's Central, Sportsman's Direct, and DNR Sports. Stanks Baits. Get them. I'm John DeMay with M Jigs. Today, I'd like to share with you a little bit about a couple products that we have in our lineup that we're really excited about. The first product I'd like to talk to you about today is the Joe Football Head Jig. Right out of the package, you'll notice that our football head jig is different than most on the market. What makes our jigs different is the quality of components. Let's start with the hook. These hooks are custom made for us in Japan. 90 degree bend, black nickel hooks, razor sharp, JDM quality. All of our Joe football head jigs have living rubber skirts. They're hand tied with copper wire to ensure that they stay affixed and it also helps them to flare while they're in the water. We powder paint and heat cure each jig to ensure that the paint stays on your jig even when you're fishing rock. Another feature that separates our jig from other jigs on the market is the screw lock keeper. The screw lock keeper does a couple things for you. Not only does it keep your beta fixed, it'll save you money on soft plastics that pull off of standard barb keepers. The second product I'd like to talk to you about is our hybrid flip and swim jig. We also have a custom hook in our flip and swim jig. It's a 4-aught, 30-degree bend, black nickel hook. It has the same durable paint, the same great keeper, and a hand-tied silicone skirt to complete it. So if you're looking for a premium product that's going to give you an edge over your competition, look us up at demjigs.com. PH Custom Lures by Phil Hunt are quickly becoming the most sought-after custom balsa baits in the industry, from the Little Hunter to the Squeaky Pea. These baits are pure quality, handcrafted, hand-carved, and hand-painted. But most importantly, they flat-out catch fish. PH Custom Lures has a bait for any situation in a magnitude of colors. Check out the Old School, Straighter, and PH Custom Series at phcustomlures.com. That's phcustomlures.com. The swim jig technique is one of the most successful ways to put fish in the boat. Time in and time out, Bravani bait swim jigs are just the right tool for the job. Beaming with quality, the Bravani swim jigs come in a myriad of colors, feature the best premium hooks and solid trailer keepers to give you, the serious bass angler, the confidence you need to accomplish your goal of putting more fish in the boat. So go to BravaniBaits.com and start climbing the ladder to swim jig success. Welcome back to Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. I'm your host, Pat Renwick. This is Ryan Popcorn Whitaker. Uh, we're bringing you right now um, from West Wisconsin uh, over in the, I think it's West Wisconsin. The western part of Wisconsin. It's the western part of Wisconsin. Uh, he is a bass fishing professional. He's a Forest Wood Cup champion winner. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we bring to you Brad Knight. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Hey, Brad. 
How you doing, dude? I'm doing good. Hey, hit that video icon on your uh, phone. You're on the on the thingamajigger, and then we can see you. How's that? I still can't see you. I, can you see me? Yeah, I see. You. How many fingers? Oh. How many fingers is Ryan holding up? Uh, I don't see. Oh, there. Wait, there's Ryan. We still can't see. We still can't see Brad, but he can see us. I'm high fiving you right now on the internet. Can you yeah, see? I got you. You, you see that right there? <laughs> that was an internet high five. Uh, all right, I guess, I guess we're doing the phone Skype then, and and not the uh, the video Skype. But that's okay, Brad. Thank you so much uh, for last minute coming on this show right here, dude. We really appreciate it, man. Hey, my pleasure. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, you're getting ready for a big derby, man. You uh, you got the lacrosse event coming up here. Uh, pretty cool fishery, huh? Yeah, this is my first trip up here, so I'm looking forward to getting out on the Mississippi River for sure. And uh, coming up the end of the week, we're also going to be doing a deal with the Brian Robinson Foundation. And several of the FLW guys are going to be taking out the Minnesota Viking players and coaches for uh, his charity that he runs. And, and we're real excited about that, kind of get out and get a little bit of a look on the river on the pools four and five, I believe, that we're going to be going on. And a great cause too. So anybody out in the in the Wabasha, Minnesota area, make sure you come to uh, Slippery's Tavern and and bid on a chance to fish. I'll have Fat Cat Newton in my boat. <laughs> no shortage of uh, of laughs going on. We there. love that guy. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the guys. So it's it's going to be a really cool opportunity if you're in the area. Make sure you stop and stop by and check us out. You, you got to go to Slippery's Tavern. That, that sounds that sounds like a, a sounds like a fun place. Yeah, it sounds a little crazy right there. Yeah, I think that's where they filmed Grumpy Old Men, too, so they're telling me. Really? Nice. You get your picture taken with Walter Matthau. Yeah. He's going to be there, too. He's one of the celebrities, actually. He's the grumpy old old guy. I wish we could see you right now, Brad. You could see us, but we can't see you on the screen. Something happened. Yeah, technical difficulties. I don't know. It's it's this WWW. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Hey, did you ever see that movie um, Semi-Pro with um, Will Ferrell? Absolutely. You know what I'm talking about where um, Will Ferrell says that you want a check that says $10,000. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. Now, you want a check that said $500,000, but not only did it say it, it was a real live check, dude. Yeah. That is a lot of rubles in bass fishing uh, lingo right there. Dude, that's you, a life changer. Do you get to take that big check to the bank, by the way? Well, I thought about it, but I wanted to make sure that the one I had was going to cash through first, so I tried to do it all official. But, uh, <laughs> I got it hanging up in my basement. It, it's, uh, everything was good to go. Thanks, Probably FLW. wouldn't fit through the tube on the drive-thru. Yeah, that, that, that caused some kind of congestion. So. But, dude, I mean... That's a life changer right there. Winning the Forest Wood Cup and, and that kind of money right there. I mean, that's 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 like well, it's got to be like three quarters of your total earnings on the on the tour. Well, it, it doesn't hurt for sure. I mean, it's uh that's the thing about bass fishing. You can kind of just float along a little bit. When you hit a lick, you, you can you can do some stuff, and that's uh, obviously what we all strive for. That's what we all try to make at the end of the year is make that cup to have a chance to win. And you know, I was fortunate that I had it happen and. Uh, you know, everything going forward for me is kind of a wash. I feel like I'm kind of playing on house money at this point. <laughs> it's awesome. It takes a lot of pressure off, doesn't it? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And and I mean, it just it allow it allows you to fish freer. You know, like you said, you're you're living on house money there. The uh, I mean, the, the whole deal with it right there is um, we always say on this show um, that bassing ain't easy, and it's not all uh, it's not all fun and games all the time. Um, you guys put a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication into into, into achieving the goals, the end result. Um, obviously, it paid off for you in, in the 2015 uh, Forcewood uh, Cup tournament. But my question to you is, what is the hardest part about being a professional bass angler? What's the hardest part to you, Brad? Well, it's kind of like playing golf without knowing where the holes are. Okay. You know, <laughs> you're constantly chasing a, an animal that that has fins and a tail and they like to move. But I think the hardest part, uh, you know, is that you're, there are a lot of unknowns that you're having to, to go out there and do. And that's, that's probably one of the hardest parts, but maybe this the drive and the travel, you know, the grind to how we have a, a really condensed schedule from January to August. We're, you know, just going really, really, really hard. And then you have a couple of months off where you're really not doing a whole lot. You know, some business stuff. That's about it. So that's, that's probably it. Just staying, uh, Staying fresh and, and time management, and we hear that a lot from you guys. That that, that the road, the road takes it out of you. You know, it's uh, uh, being a truck driver in essence. What well, what do you do to keep busy on the road? You know, you got a you got a twelve hour drive, man. What are you doing to keep your mind fresh? You, you jamming out, listening to tunes. What are you doing? I do a lot of different things. I'll uh, I'll catch up on phone calls. Uh, try to do. Uh, some, some different things communicate with sponsors to family and friends that you don't get to talk to as much all the way you know sometimes i'll hit the radio and just kind of go but a lot of times i just have the radio off and i just kind of reflect on the tournament that's coming up things that could be happening and, and just the adjustments i might need to make that kind of stuff more of uh i don't want to say meditation but it's kind of just getting your thoughts together more than anything but i really got a good setup for travel I, I i'm really fortunate to be able to have my family come with me my wife and my little girl you know we travel full time we have a, a fifth wheel camper that we stay in on the road so i pull it she pulls the uh, the boat with our other truck so we've kind of got a unique setup there so that helps out with not being uh having the, the homesick part too as well we, we leave home and for six months sometimes we, we don't even see it but uh, other than a night or two here or there so but it, you don't miss being home too much gotcha gotcha so that's uh having your family with me is, is definitely a big key that's huge and you see a lot more of you guys doing that these days you know i know brent chapman on the elite side does that uh w- with his family i know uh i know brandon palinick's uh traveling with his girlfriend and it, it makes it a lot easier it, it, i mean it's 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 less pressure and it's more comfortable isn't it yeah, I wake up in the same bed every day. Everything's routine. I, I load up all my clothes from cold weather to, to summertime stuff. Uh, all my tackle, everything is loaded up in here, and I don't have to worry about forgetting anything. You know, it's just it's really routine and systematic, and that really seems to uh, to help me out. You know, I don't like staying in motels or doing the house thing. I know that my stuff's safe at a campground most of the time so it just kind of alleviates the uh, stress from that and allows me to focus on doing my job a little better are, are you a tackle fanatic brad you know yes yes and no i try to i like to be but i try to battle that <laughs> as best <laughs> i can I try to keep things more simple but uh, yeah i like having a lot of stuff but, but i try to keep it uh, out of my boat uh, how many boxes of big swim baits are packed up in that rv i've got a few <laughs> well talk to us <laughs> I probably got four, 
four boxes of uh, different things from big line throughs to glide baits to you know like the Huddleston style baits, all that kind of stuff. Hey Brad, I, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to get into throwing these Huddlestons, but I have uh-huh. no idea what I'm doing with with rod and reel set up and what I want to catch smallmouth on the six inch Huddleston here yeah. in Chicago on Lake Michigan. And uh, I know it sounds crazy, but what what would I what what's a good rod and reel setup for throwing that six inch Huddleston? Five six pistol grip. <laughs> yeah, six foot pistol grip, medium action. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Well, with it, now, I think uh, you know some of the loose custom speed sticks in the seven six to seven eleven heavy action. And you could be using you know seventeen to twenty pound fluorocarbon and uh, six four to one or six eight to one custom pro lose reel that'd be what i would what i would have that's what i use okay and what's up with this whole tail situation with the uh the six with the bigger tail from the bigger one or the or the normal size tail people are telling me i have to get that what's it called like the 36 special or something yeah so you know we all like to customize our stuff so the guys out on the west coast got to where they were cutting off the tail of an eight inch huddleston and gluing it on the body of a six inch ah a little more thump and, and has a little more action to it. I, I'm not a big fan of a regular six inch. I, I always just kind of just throw the 68 special. Um, that just kind of fits the way I like to fish and some of the lakes around the house that we have with the big shad and stuff. It kind of mimics that a little better. Have you seen the uh, our buddy Kyle Perscalo? He, he's our he's our sales and marketing guy for this uh, crazy straight cast show. Have you seen the new uh, swim bait that he and uh, Ryan Chandler came up with? I don't think I have. It's called the Babe, and oh, uh, yeah, yeah. the the Bass Pro remodel. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. It's uh, it's outstanding. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to getting my hands on some. Yeah, uh, you better call Kyle. Yeah, he it, needs to hook me up with a couple. <laughs> he, he sure does, man. Hey, speaking of, you know, speaking of modifications, I, I want you to give us away some dirt here, okay? And I want some top-secret stuff out of you, Brad Knight. I want you to tell us some modifications. I'm going to name a bait, and you tell me a modification that you make to it on a regular basis. And if you don't make a modification to it, just make it up, okay? Yeah. Okay, sound fair? Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Um, a crankbait. Give me a modification that you make to a crankbait. Well, I'm from East Tennessee, so... Kind of our claim to fame is building a lot of flat-sided balsa crankbaits. So mm-hmm. we do a lot of uh, a lot of that ourselves from uh, knowing which action we want to have and what depth we want to run and how to make the bill angle and an adjustment there. So we kind of start from the from scratch on the modification. I heard you actually broke into Craig Powers' garage and, and stole three boxes of crankbaits from him. Is that true? Ah, uh, it was way more than three. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's a, that dude is an animal. But fishing with them, we used to fish a lot of team tournaments and stuff like that together, and he's taught me an unsurmountable amount of information on, on fishing, and I definitely wouldn't be where I'm at today without him for sure. Do but you... I taught him a lot about building homemade. Just don't let anybody tell you any different. <laughs> dude, do you remember? I know you're a big CP fan, dude. And and do you remember an FLW Derby? It's got to be like it's got to be like 2001, okay? And I think it was on the Red River. He, I think he won it, didn't he? Yeah. Do, yeah. you, do you remember the log jams that he was flipping? Do you remember? Yeah. I, I have never seen what's, anything uh, like that. What's funny is back in those days, he was so terrified of snakes, he couldn't even spell it out on a piece of paper without crying. <laughs> and 
the Red River may have more snakes per capita than any place on on planet Earth. And he was flipping those mats and and having to reach down there and dig those fish out. I just I always got a big giggle out of thinking about how many of those snakes were laying underneath those uh, mats and laying all over the top of them, him being scared to death to dig those bass out of them. Dude, and and st- I remember one fish that I think it was his the, the Derby winning fish. He hooked it in this big mat of log jams. He had to stick the entire rod underneath the 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 the, the, the flotilla, and he pulled yeah. out the whole rod. And there's a four pounder on the end. Fluttered up. Yeah, he said the whole time he was down there digging for it, all he could think about was all those five foot water snakes he had been seeing all along. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I believe that's when he invented the term "golly bum." Yeah, I can uh, I can only imagine what he would, what he wished he would have been saying. <laughs> Uh, all right, more to modification. Spinnerbait. Give me a modification to a spinnerbait. Big blades. Big blades. How big is big? Uh, it just depends on the water clarity. Sometimes you're going like a big Colorado for really extremely muddy water. The hubcap. Great big will leaf seven or eight. Big stuff. It's like a lot of people are scared to throw that kind of stuff, aren't they? Well, it's just it's kind of abnormal. You don't go to a store and have one in a package that's got a, a number seven will leaf on it or. Seeing a giant hubcap sized blade on it, but those things definitely get you bit in the right situations. They got the place and the time. So the spinner bait, he's making some blade modifications. Yeah, I usually go smaller. Ryan, Ryan uses crappie spins. <laughs> I usually well, take I, the blades off a of beetle spin. Well, that's probably okay. <laughs> How about a swim jig? Uh, you're going to the home of the swim jig pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a swim jig. You know, just different trailers, probably more so than the jigs. I think everybody's. You know, there's only about 4,000. Everybody's got a signature series swim jig these days. So, for God's sakes, if we haven't got it straightened out enough by now, whenever <laughs> you uh, you can buy one off the shelf, I don't know what else you can do to one. But. Well, the, you kind of you kind of were going the same direction I was. Tell me about different trailers and, and why you would use them and what they do to the swim jig. Yeah, so basically I'm going to have two different styles. I'm going to have something like a, a Strike King Rage Bug that kind of has like croft movement on the back of it. And okay. then I'm going to have maybe something with a paddle tail on the back, like our uh, new Rage Swimmer that we came out with this year at Strike King. That's got a paddle tail that actually has more of a uh, bait fish uh, movement to it, I guess. So I kind of have, I break it down into, you know, whether I need to be fishing a bait fish style or a crawfish style. And that's uh, more compact versus something a little bit bigger profile. So, I mean, you basically determine that after you get a few bites? I mean, is it is that the deal? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I kind of start out, you know, like up here, I'm going to probably have a rage bug on it. Just it's more a little more compact. If I start getting a lot of bites, I can start upsizing my bait and see if I can start getting a bigger bite or if it matters or what the water clarity looks like. I don't know what they're keying on, what they're eating. Is there a shad spawn happening or are you throwing out – in an open water grass field like at Okeechobee, you want to have something with a pretty good size profile on it just because you're trying to catch those big ones. Sure. That's probably what jumps out at me first, just what size fish I'm really needing to catch. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You, you just passed through our neck of the woods on the way uh, to lacrosse, and we're coming up on a part of the season here that is um, it, it's basically uh, it, it's a phenomenal time of the year for us here because it, it's getting towards the spawn here now. It hasn't. It's just starting to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been odd weather. But also um, with the spawn brings one of a bass fisherman's nemesises. Nemesisnessness. Nemeso. In, into play. And that is the cottonseed. The cottonwood. You know what I'm talking about? 
Yeah, I've had a few battles with Cottonwood. Before. Like, what do you do? I don't know what to do. You spray WD water, WD forty in the water, and it spreads it out. Yeah, sure. You just go ahead and you, light it and on you fire spray and it everywhere, and it's smoke on the water. And then Brian Thrift comes out of the sky. There's all kinds of crazy shit that happens. That's exactly I what I was getting. But, but I mean, like, is, do you have any tips for taking that stuff off of your reels, man? Once it gets stuck in there. Nah, that's uh, you just kind of cuss a bunch and then just get your fingernails in there and pull it out the best you can. That's all the uh, all you can do that I know of. I think that's God's way of keeping us away from some spawners. Sometimes, honestly. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, we got to invent something, Brad. You and I need to get together and invent a, a trick to keep the cotton seeds off our line. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll be studying on that. I'll let you know what I come up with. Yeah, uh, we can. I got a lab. We can we can make something up in the lab. You know. That's perfect. See, he's in. I told you this guy's cool. All right. You guys doubt it. Or just me. go with the WD-40. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, um, do you think bass are smart or dumb? Do we give bass too much credit? We do. We do. I, I think we give them a lot more credit. Bass, to me, don't think. They just kind of react, and they're always reacting. And then I think that we kind of – Like my girlfriend. Overcomplicated, for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm very guilty of it myself. Yeah. It ha- happens all the time. Hey, uh, where do you see yourself uh, in five years from now, Brad? What's the five-year plan on Brad Knight's uh, uh, table? Man, that's a great question. I don't know. I, it's all just sort of a, a year-to-year situation for me. I don't know. I, I This coming year, uh, my daughter starts school, so my wife and little girl won't be traveling with me. You know, I hope that it's in the outdoor industry. I'm still making a living in it, doing what I'm doing right now, fishing tournaments and, and, and you know, making a full-time living in the outdoor business that some way, shape, form, or fashion. But that's my passion, and, and I'm not out here trying to be rich or make the most money. I just want to survive and do the lifestyle that I that I have the love that I do for it. That's, that's all I hope for you are blessed. You get to make a living being a professional bass angler. And the best thing about it is you never have to buy lights for your Christmas tree anymore because Rigid sends them to you every year, don't they? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's one of the many benefits, having a light sponsorship. We uh, we don't have to hunt around for much in the dark. It's it's there for you all the time. Hey, Brad, again, uh, any final words for your fans or your sponsors before uh, before we get the heck out of here? Yeah, I just want to thank everybody for following along. You know, we're, we're truly blessed and living the American dream out there, man. Anybody that's listening that wants to make a living fishing, don't ever let anybody tell you you can't do it because I had plenty tell me that I couldn't, and here I am doing it. So, again, thanks for the all the sponsors that keep us out here. We have Rigid Industries, LED Lighting, my title sponsor, Phoenix Bass Boats, Strike King Lures, Lose Rod and Reels, TH Marine, Garmin, Mercury, ARE truck caps. They're uh, just. I feel like I'm. I'm blessed to be having the opportunity to work with the, some of the best in the business, and that's something I was really careful to do. And all through my career, is not just take deals just because they were, you know, lucrative. I just. Want, I wanted to align myself with companies because I believed in the product. It's very important. You, you got. You yeah. can't. You can't be a sellout in this industry whatsoever, dude. No, you, absolutely not. You, you can't do it. And and again. Um, Thank you uh, for for coming on uh, the show on the cuff today, you know, on the fly, dude. Uh, um, And we'd love to have you on again where we can actually see you. Yeah, we have some technical difficulties. We're going to have to uh, have a redo, have a mulligan now. uh... Absolutely, because I keep making funny faces at you and you can't even see it. 
Oh, I can see you. <laughs> oh, yeah, he can. See? Uh, he just caught your eye. <laughs> Dang, he caught my lie right there. Hey, uh, best of luck to you at lacrosse, Brad, and uh, and very soon, very soon. Go ahead and win that, Derby. We'll have you on again right away. That sounds great. I might just, if I win, we'll just stop in on the way back through. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Come on by the studio, and don't forget. Even uh, if you don't. Yeah, even if you don't. The Brian Robinson Tournament, that's this, uh, when is it? Yeah, it's going to be this Saturday, so Friday night at the Slippies or Slippery's Tavern in Wabasha, Minnesota. You can come in and uh, bid on a lot of stuff, go into a great cause, get to hang out with all the Viking football players and a lot of FLW pros as well. It's going to be a really cool opportunity there, so anybody in the area, make sure you come out and check it out. There it is. Have a good time with that, man, and again, best of luck, and always safe travels to you, man, and uh and, and next time you come on, uh, we'll, we'll see if we can get you at home so we can see that giant check that says $500,000. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's impressive. I'd go to Arby's with that money. That's what I'd do. I'll... I have a couple. <laughs> hey, take care. Ladies and gentlemen, that's FLW Tour Pro Brad Knight. Yes. Thank you so much. Hey, y'all. We got a special treat uh, worked up for, for you here. Um, don't go anywhere. Um Put the power poles down for a moment. We have a bass fishing superstar. He's at the bar right now. He's at the bar, and he's going to give us a call from the bar. We got to see what the hell's going on here. Okay. So, uh, so just just hang tight. Power poles down. We're coming right back. We're going to get him on the horn. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Straycast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!